Hey, what's up? This is Rogelio Lozano, guitar player for Downset. You're on Metal On Loud, and uh, look out for us in 2022 and later in the fall. Thank you very much. See you Great to see you, man. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my uh, absolute pleasure. Pleasure's mine. How are things in your world, man? I'm sorry. I, I How are things in your world? Yeah, just um, um, we myself, I've been working a lot. Uh, just I have my I always have my nine to five, no matter what, mm -hmm. whether I'm on a major label, uh, independent or no label. I'm always working no matter what. It's very important to to keep a job until you're forced to go on tour. Mm -hmm. But um, it's it's very important to, uh, you know, a lot of guys get the misconception as once they get signed on a major, they they can quit their jobs and for, for the rest of their lives and they're all set. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it, we, we, it, that's not the case. You know, we got to keep the job, keep working, you know, and all of us in the band work, we all have uh, – uh, our own uh, nine to five jobs and it's you know got to feed our families we have uh, mortgages and and it just keeps us hungry for to to write more music and maybe someday get rich <laughs> but but uh that's not really the, the plan you know just we just love to write our music and, and love mm -hmm. to record albums is the number yeah. one reason we do this that's one of the things uh, i've always loved about downsets uh, i've been following you guys uh, ever since the, the first album and um, it sounds real, the music, I think. And Thank it's, you. Uh, it's always been a bridge between uh, uh, my metal friends and uh, the people who are not into that heavy kind of stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, we have a, 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 we made that blend um, for, on purpose. And, and you know, uh, in the beginning, we, it was just about being sincere to ourselves and making ourselves happy and that was you know once you make yourself happy then you then you can really uh share it and, and feel more confident and share it and 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 feel when you feel good about something it's time to share so that's that's how i feel and um we we have our own code and ethic within our our writing formula and how we we what our beliefs are 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 it's similar not all the same we don't believe the same thing but we have the the same concept understanding of what downset is and um it's you know whether it's a template or or a visual formula or, or sonically um we 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 keep those ethics as, as much as we can and um we just try to do things as sincerely as possible mm -hmm. and 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 as responsible as as we can be yeah you know there's I, a uh... responsibility if I project yeah. um, uh, your introduction about uh, your uh, nine to five, about your job, and I, uh, I project that onto uh, the lyrics of the first album, for instance, uh, downset at the bottom, coming up with the fish, you're, you're still uh, the same band, right? Yeah, uh, we still have the, the same attitude. Um, um, you know, we've had member changes, a few mm -hmm. member changes uh, in the last 10 years. And so... Uh, downsets changed a little bit um 
but when uh, Ray and I, uh, we started um, to hang out again two years ago in, in 2020 without the intentions of for reforming the band. It was just to, to, we wanted to, you know, brothers go through things sometimes and, you know, sometimes you don't talk, you know, and, um, and so we had some hatches that we needed to bury, uh, some, some resentments that we needed to let go. And um, so Ray made that, uh, that first call. He called me and he said, hey, look, I, I'm not here to uh, uh, want to uh, join, uh, reform the band. I just want to be your friend again. I said, you know what, man, I really appreciate that. Um, I'm sure, I, you know, I wasn't an angel. I, you know, I, I did my part in, in embarrassing you guys. And I'm sorry about that. And I was just, you know, we were growing up, we were young. And, um, and I told them, I go, hey, if, if you have, are you, if you're flirting with the idea of reforming Downset, let's do it right now because I have the time. And so that's how it started. And that's when we started to do the demos and, mm -hmm. and reform the band. Um, the intentions were to, I called every original member because, mm -hmm. you know, we've always wanted to, you know, every album we tried to get all the original members and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Sometimes they got the guys' circumstances in their lives um, don't allow them to. Um, but we all keep in touch. Um, uh, the, the original members are, are, you know, they gave us their blessings and they're really happy that we're doing it. They just can't do it right now. So um, three of the guys, Brian, James and Chris, the original guys, they opted um, not to do it. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I start to look for other members. And uh, I, uh, I uh, get, got a hold of Bobby Blood from uh, First Blood, Marauder, and um, Andrew Klein, Klein from Strife, Philip Gonzalez, who also played with, with, with Bobby and his other band um, called Cold Existence. And uh, we even had Carl Schwartz from First Blood help us on, on these demos in the beginning. And then, um, you know, uh, the pandemic, you know, kind of uh, stopped our demos in the beginning. And we, we, were, we had to wait in the first, in the first wave of, of the pandemic we were um, we were in the studio when it when it kicked in and so the studio closed and we had to uh wait about four to five months before we can go back and to revisit our files because our files are in there mm -hmm. and so within that time um we lost carl we lost andrew klein and it, it just things you know guys started to go in, in different directions but we kept we kept a, a a solid core of a band and then we had a nick jet from terror coming uh help us write uh engineer record the band produce the band so him and i co-produced the album and this is after we we did the demos scott koenig um our our manager at the time uh he shot the demo we got the deal with nuclear blast and then uh the delta hit and he passed away so you know we lost our manager and and, the, and so it was a lot of um there was a, a lot of ebbs and flows within the recording process. There were some obstacles and, and that's how the name of the album came up. Mm -hmm. um, we had to hold fast to everything. We had to uh, keep the faith with courage and, and maintain, hold it down. You know, it's mm -hmm. almost like, almost like the same meaning as, as the, the Madball album, hold it down. It's almost mm -hmm. the same thing, maintain, you know, yeah. you know, hold it together and it, it it'll it'll happen if you keep positive and you keep mm -hmm. high levels of optimism and 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 the people around you that have to be highly optimistic and positive for a lot of things a lot of avenues to open and to be able to make things happen you know yeah. so 
in, in the yeah so hope that answered that question <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did uh, make me wonder the, the the album title maintain uh since uh maintain can be a good thing and a bad thing if you maintain something at, a, at this level you'll never reach that so it's right it, right yeah it got me thinking about that yeah so it it, it was it was not a matter of of being unprogressive or uh, complacent it has nothing to do with complacency um it just has to do with when the times are tough you got to hold it down you got to maintain and it's it's almost a slang word it's you gotta maintain you got to maintain brother maintain keep it keep it keep it real keep it together you know maintain so we can progress and go further so yeah. kind of a slangish kind of thing so um and I hope I hope that people can grasp that when when they read the lyrics and and, and the album. Yeah, I really love the sound of this album. Uh, what can you tell us about um, how Downset progressed from uh, the first albums to the point right where you are now? Yeah, so um, you know, uh, recording equipment has has progressed um, since we started. Um, well, there was a time like in when we started to lose tape in two thousand. And then we were all getting to learn how to use Pro Tools and Pro Tools was, was just in the beginning stage and things were, were still sounding kind of plastic. And it took about 22 years to, to get, you know, um, all these simulators to sound as close as, you know, with these plugins, right? Now the, the plugins today are a lot better. Um, but I, we, what we decided to do on this album is uh, record at a home studio and 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 where it's it was a lot less expensive and so we booked it for a month rather than go into a high high quality studio with all the gear in there and then and and book it out for two weeks and have more pressure to 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 track everything you know so um so we went to the home studio in granada hills it's called uh, jet tamar studio it's a studio that nick jet works out of and he does a lot of his albums there and what I did with my experience in the recording world, and I've, I've worked at different recording studios like Conway Studios in Hollywood and Sound City Recording Studios. I got to meet a lot of engineers and rental companies. So for this one, um, the studio lacked a, a few a few mic pre's here and there, a few microphones. Uh, so I rented old Neve modules, 1073s, 1083s. Uh, Neumann microphones, AKG mics for the drums, and really focused on 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 the drums to get a really good sound on the drums is the most important thing for me as a recorder or producer or engineer is to get that foundation with the drums first. So once you got a good drums, then you can and it makes it a lot easier for you to track over a guitars, bass, and other instrumentation, especially the vocals. Um, it's very important that we have a good rhythmic take so on the drums because, you know, we have Ray does a lot of rap flows and he really needs it to be on time. And, but yet sound, uh, sound, you know, sincere sound uh, or it doesn't sound like a machine. It sounds like a, a real band where there's some groove behind it. So it's it's difficult to do that. And so I think we captured that. Um, I'm, I'm really happy with the guitars um, uh, this time around. Um, we drop tune back to drop C. So we back like the first demos, mm -hmm. but then um, throughout the first album, second album, third album, there was a default and, and we ended up somehow recording a drop C sharp 
and that became our sound. But our original sound is really in drop C. So we brought that back for this album with, uh, with as well as drop C sharp and some some a drop standard that that affected a lot the sound and um and and this time around I used different guitars uh I used uh Jackson USA's and with uh and with EMG pickups where before we used uh SG's and Les Pauls and it was just a, a little fatter and dirtier it was different this time around we just we you know we just sharpened our sound I think with using amps uh like Mesa Boogie and uh, I use Mesa Boogie. I use diesel amps. I used Fry It. Um, I used some Marshall. But the the diesel and the Mesa Boogie, you know, we never really used those amps in the back in the day. We used you know old Laney amplifiers, uh, vintage Marshalls, and and vintage Orange amps that were modified. And so it was a whole different recording process with guitars this time around. So we were looking for something more crisp. And I think we got it. What I really liked about uh, the sound of this album is that it sounds uh, authentic. It doesn't sound uh, polished to a shine. It feels real. And I think that really fits the band. <laughs> Thank you. It, it, you know, that was that that was the the, the main goal was to try to uh, uh, bring back that old school sound, but yet with the with an audio upgrade. You know, mm -hmm. and and you know, it's a challenge because there's. There's a, a a lot of good bands out there right now doing some really nice sounding recordings and and you know it's that's a different type of competition for me you know I don't like to to compete in music but when it comes to uh, there's different types of competition in there because there's you know there's you know you have there's so many things to learn in music and and you, you know uh, uh, it's there's so many trades in music. And I think the tr engineering trade, you can take a lot of pride in it because it's the science behind it. So if you achieve a good sound, it's it's really gratifying. It's really gratifying. And so we're really happy, you know, with with this. It was a big challenge for me because it was the first time I got to produce a Downset album. Um, whereas we had Roy Z, our producer, he he produced the first the first three, and then Brian Schwager, our other guitar player, produced the other two albums, One Blood and universal and this time it was my turn to 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 show what i got and um so i i felt confident after doing uh the power flow album that i did um a couple years ago i, I was co-producer on that one and i and you know we recorded at a really nice studio uh nrg with jay Baumgartner, uh and and that was a whole different experience uh different different but i think uh we kind of got close to to sounding like that. That was like my goal. I and mean, if I can get to sound like that Powerflow album, I think I can, you know, really beat the the recordings of the other Downset albums. But each Downset album has their own their own sound, their their own unique sound, and 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 I'm proud of it all. Yeah, your own flavor, absolutely. Yeah. I was uh, looking up who did uh, the artwork for this album, and I got a nice surprise that it was uh, Simon Sut who is also yeah. the, the bass player of a band where I'm the lyricist. So it's a small world, man. <laughs> oh, you play in a band with Simon? Uh, oh, I write oh, the lyrics oh. for a band called Good, and uh, he is the bass player there. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, uh, the, it, it's, you know, uh, the, the music industry and, or music around the, this whole, uh, this planet has, uh, 
has changed and and social media has allowed us to really you know keep in touch and, and reach out to people that you don't know and and it was simon was the guy who who initially made the contact to me it was a shot in the dark for him um he just threw it out there i had no idea he, he introduced himself to me he's like hey my name is simon um um I'm blah, 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 blah. I'm from here and, and that. And I do artwork. And if you want to see my art, you know, if, if you have, you know, anything for me to work on, I'd love to give it a shot. I go, you know what, man, you, you, I don't know who you are, but you, you, you emailed me in the right time or you messaged me in the right time. Mm-hmm. And right then and there, I said, look, um, I'm looking for someone to do some artwork. Um, uh, the name of the album is called Maintain Go. <laughs> and then, that's how he started and and he's he's really really good he listens really well he works with we work together i mean it it was a blessing out of nowhere and so since then he's done he's done a a a couple outward a couple a couple projects for me already and he's done all the merchandise too so yeah we're gonna yeah yeah this is so really really cool and and he he really he helped me in a time where i was in in a in in desperate need so mm-hmm. it was it was it was a, a a great addition to have simon come in and and, mm-hmm. and join the team it really uh, uh nails the the old vibe for the for the first albums it, it really looks like a classic downside album that's great <laughs> thank you thank you yeah. um the, the album cover we're um we're gonna have two different album covers uh one one is gonna be released on vinyl and hits records and that album cover is going to be a little bit different, but still the same kind of concept of, of, of like the NBA image. And, and it was Ray's idea to have my silhouette, um, just like the, the NBA logo that we had for, uh, we had a, a, a shirt, an old downset shirt with the, with the old NBA logo. And we turned it into the downset shirt and we used a red, white and blue silhouette. So we wanted to go back to that because it was a big seller for us. The NBA uh, issued a lot of cease and desist warnings. They tried to sue us, and then we would stop, and then we'd go again, and they send us a letter, and then we would stop. And you know, so they they were you know now we we have our own NBA style silhouette. So um, the album was supposed to be looking like that, but then Simone started to you know give his flavor, and it just turned into something nicer. It turned into almost like a baseball card or a stamp or but it was like really old school and, and, and we were able to get the old logos and, and he just, he works with colors really well. He did a great job. Yeah. Uh, are you going to perform uh, this material live anytime soon or are you busy with your day job? <laughs> no, well, you know, we've been having some, some actually had nothing to do with our work. We've been having some, some, so, some type of turmoil that we've been dealing with lately. And so, um, we're optimistic to come out before the year's over. We really want to come out and do some shows and and do and do some type of touring um, because you know we I really want to go. I, I'm dying to be out on the road like anybody else, and we have album support. But it comes down to Ray. Um, he's uh, he's 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 got some challenges he's dealing with. Um, his job is not not as forgiving as mine, you know. So he's he's been with that company for 15 years, and uh, he's. Uh, he's he's really worked himself up really high in that position. He's a union rep, um, but he finds a way to get out, and and he and he has toured with holding that job. He's been there for 15 years, 
So he's toured before. So mm-hmm. it's just going to come down to, um, you know, you know, he's, he's uh, a unique guy to deal with. Um, and so it's just, uh, I basically, we're just going to wait around for Ray until he's ready, yeah. you know, and it comes down to that, you know, so. So I really can't wait to see you guys live again. Um, I remember the, the the concerts back in the day, uh, Dynamo Festival. Awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a lot of a, a lot of stuff that we did, and and you know the Dynamo was amazing, and and those days were just uh, you know wish you can bring them back and 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 do that again. What would you say are your uh, happiest memories of those days? Oh man, uh, I would say you know all those tours in the beginning like uh the state of the world address tour with biohazard uh far beyond driven tour with pantera um those were i i I don't can only say that it was almost unreal it was like if i was really dreaming Mm -hmm. and to have like guys like uh you know uh biohazard you know you know i was listening to biohazard and you know as as a fan and pantera as a fan so is a lot different, you know, now, as I work with a lot of people in the business, now it's just like, you know, there are people and where I work with and people in the business and so it's different. But in those days, we, we were just, we were young, we were just coming up as our first tours. And, and then we're hanging out with Phil Anselmo and Dimebag Daryl and um, Dimebag, you know, he, he gave me the biggest compliment. And um, uh, when, when we joined up with them, we had, uh, it was just us and them for the first five shows. We did 35 shows with them in Europe. And so the first five shows was just us and them. And then the almighty joined in. Um, but like around the fifth or on the fourth show, Dimebag Daryl came and gave me a beer. And he says, here, man, I want to congratulate you. And I also want to thank you for being a dangerous band. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Is man, look, you know, we were we we're pretty uh, jaded coming into this tour. We we're tired, um, you know, but we we're we we're ready. But you guys, your your guys's energy and, and how dangerous you guys are made us it, it made us be more dangerous than we are right now at the moment. And we needed that spark, and we needed that band like you to come in because we came in with a lot of energy. We we're 20 years old, 19. And we we're young guys jumping up and doing backflips and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, it really inspired them to, to really bring up their game. And I'm, and I'm like, wow, you know, us inspire you. To, you guys are the most powerful band in the world, yeah. you know. And, um, you know, it was a big compliment for me, definitely. Those are worst to, uh, worst to cherish, man. That's that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it was great. It's, there's, there's, there's many. There's, there's many. But that was one one and then another another time after that it was when um few few later back few years later uh forward in 2000 when we got the record deal with uh with epitaph records and um brett gerowitz was one of my favorite it, it is one of my favorite engineers and and musicians because of of how hard he works and what he's accomplished with his record label and all the bands that he he's you know produced and bad religion and all the countless bands and, and and, um, you know, he, he was the hero. And for him to come around to want to sign my band and say, you know, I've been listening to you. I was listening to your Check Your People album because we were shelved on Island Def Jam and we were looking for for a label to release our album because they wouldn't release it. 
unless another label came and it was the year 2000 unless another label came and and bought the album when they did and and, and brett gerwitz bought it for a hundred thousand dollars it cost us 290 to record two hundred ninety thousand dollars back in those days randy staub mixed it crazy those days was crazy a lot of frustration um you know uh but we were able to drop that album but for to have brett gerwitz come around the corner and and it was that was another like wow man a a, a hero of mine comes to save me you know yeah. so that was another yeah. time in my life even though it was not the early days you know that was in the 2000 it was like in the middle of downset's career and it really helped us yeah i bet <laughs> well yeah. i really loved uh talking to you today um do you have thank any, you thank um, you for your fans out there last words uh, yeah, I just want to say to all of our all of our followers that have been following us for so many years. Um, I don't like to call you fans. I like to call you brothers, and you know, and and uh, and you know, um, I just want to say thank you so much for for the patience and 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 asking for us to do another album, um, and and just I, I thank you for being there, and I, I hope to see you out on the road really soon. Um, anybody can always email me. Anybody can email me or contact me and email. Uh, I, I'm wide open to talk to anybody. Um, I'm going to leave my email and I'm going to say it's, it's Rogelio Lozano, my name, Rogelio Lozano, number seven at gmail.com. If anybody wants to talk to me, have questions about anything, because we have, there's a lot of questions out there that a lot of people have. And so um, um, I got the answers. And I'm willing to talk about anything that you want to talk about. So that's what I have for everybody. I love that. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on and uh, stay metal, man. Metal on loud. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much, Randy. Thanks for the patience and, and uh, thank you for having me on.